yo, what's happening, man? What's going on, Pastor? How you doing, sir? How you doing? Listen, hey, how y'all doing out there this, this evening? How y'all doing for Sunday night service? We here. I know the Pittsburgh garbage people is on. Good evening. Good evening, Sister Whitby. God bless you. How are you today? <laughs> Listen, pa Pastor Todd has finally grew up. <laughs> y'all know Pastor Todd been looking the same since he was 15. He finally got some facial hair. <laughs> he got a deep voice and everything. <laughs> he filled out here. He don't wear those two T's anymore. <laughs> two T's. <laughs> Uh, hey, hey, he he's shopping in the husky aisle now. <laughs> he ain't over in the baby gap. <laughs> you know Pastor Todd gonna jump on. He got something to start. <laughs> Listen, today we have a we have our our permanent co-host. You y'all know this man. He is nothing new to this. He is true to this. He has been on plenty of times with us before. This is our buddy, our friend, Pastor James Bowie from the Greater Friendship. Baptist Church in Youngstown, Ohio. Hey, man, I think you got about, what you, what you running now, about uh, 20, uh, 2,000, 2, 4,000 over there now? You know, you got the whole balcony <laughs> filled up and everything. Uh, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, hey y'all, do me a favor and give Pastor Bowie a bit, great big uh, round of applause. Uh, uh, God be the glory. Hey, man, God bless you, man. How you doing today? I'm doing good, Pastor Jeff, man, as always, man. Thank you, and uh, Pastor Todd, uh, Big Mike, and everybody who is behind making this podcast a success. Uh, just thank you for the opportunity and every opportunity uh, you've given me. Hey, I'm going to try to ride this thing like y'all do. And we give God the glory with a smile. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. God bless you, Charlene Dela Cruz, uh, uh, Lady Dela Cruz. God bless you, all those joining in. Listen, uh, it is it is Sunday night service. Do us a favor, like and share. You know, we we already up to a hundred thousand views right oh, now. Wow, so, amen. Yeah, amen. we're really we're really not, but um, <laughs> but you know, if y'all like and share, we can get yeah, it, right, yeah, push, like it, push it, push <laughs> it, push it, push it. We 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 got a great show for you tonight. We're excited, but uh, we just want to you know start to show off uh tonight. Um, we're just talking a little bit, man. Uh, hey, man, you know what you. You know, Halloween is right around the corner, man. Mm -hmm. You know, it's right around the corner, Doc. Yeah. And you know, you, you first of all, you already know you're going to have the million posts yeah. about, you know, why the church has got to have trunk or tree, why we got to celebrate the devil's holiday. Well, first of all, if I'm not mistaken, October 31st is still on the calendar year, right? Yes, sir. And every day is supposed to be this is the day that the Lord hath made. That's right. And we shall rejoice and be glad therein. Amen. So Amen. regardless of this, you know, all hollows eve, whatever you want to, it's still the day that the Lord hath made. Amen. Amen. So, Amen. So I, I, you know, uh, I, and I'm, you know, I am, sometimes I get offended because you know, Pastor Boy, when we was young, you know, Halloween came around and we started trick or treating at five. We didn't get done to about ten oh, after man. ten after five. You know, it, people was going to sleep. We were still knocking on doors. Yep, yep. This <laughs> curfew or this two hour thing. Right. Where this come from? Right. It was crazy. You know. So what do you think? What do you think about it, man? Do you think we, you know, we ought to let the kids uh, dress up and you know trick or treat? What do you think? How, how you feeling about it, man? Well, you know, this what. I feel like this, man. You know, when I first got saved, I was with a lot of the mass 
the masses on to believe I was, you know, with the kid, man, that's the devil's holiday and all like this Christians ought not be involved in this and everything. And so I was really gung ho, like against it, even though, hey, hey, we got into it. My mom and dad was saved and everything and they right, never right. held that back from it. But as I just begin to grow in the word and all of that, if Halloween is what it's supposed to be, what they say, hey, it's satanic and all that. And you got a lot of children being involved in it when really not understanding. Parents don't understand it. What better way for the church to have an impact? Come on, sir. Than to give families an alternative mm -hmm. and say, okay, if, you, if we're gonna do something in the church, don't dress up like a, a like a goblin mm -hmm. or like a you know like something scary and wicked and all like that. But we didn't take the fun out of the dress up part of it. Right. Uh, we kept it with Christian activity where what better way or what safer place would a parent feel to know they can come to the local church. Come on, sir. And they can get something that gets the candy. Mm -hmm. They can get, they can get a little word. The family can have fun. People are always saying, Oh, the church ain't doing this. Why ain't the church doing that? Then when the church, Try to Try jump to in mm -hmm. and take the focus off of the wickedness come of on. the holiday and put it on God. Here come the hits. Here it come, man. <laughs> Here come the hits. Y'all, y'all shouldn't be doing this. Y'all listen, let me let, let the church amen. Amen. Uh Elder Carter. I, yes. I agree with you hundred percent. Listen, listen, Pastor Boy. I, you know, I, I'm not of the opinion that all the kids gotta come dressed up as Moses, Enoch. <laughs> You know, you're trying to find you trying to find them Jesus sandals for the kids. You know, uh, you're hey, to they put come, them in tunics. If they come up dressed like that, they got them costumes off Amazon because they ain't selling them. They ain't selling them around here. You ain't gonna find Moses and Walmart or Sam's. Uh-uh. Hey, 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 you got you got Christmas streamers flowing from the back of their head talking about this is the rainbow after the, <laughs> this is the rainbow after. <laughs> Oh man! Hey, 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 all right, real quick, real quick. Favorite costume, man. What was your favorite costume growing up, man? What was your favorite costume? Oh man, I, man, I did uh, like a Dracula, man. Okay, oh, Frank, I used to like getting the little vampire teeth, man, okay. and put them in my mouth. I used to like doing that. Put a little cape on, you know, <laughs> do like that, man. <laughs> Frankenstein. Hey. hey, hey, we was we was broke. I ain't gonna lie. My mama wasn't about to spend no money. Or Halloween, she, I'm talking about from the first, from the first grade. I pro, no, I, I can't say the first. Probably the. I don't even remember what grade I started playing football, but I wore my football uniform every year. <laughs> I was a fighting little red man every year. I wore the pants, the shirt, and the helmet every year. And you go. The number though. <laughs> hey, have fun. Promote the squad. <laughs> Oh man. Hey, you remember, man? I remember my mom taking me to you remember Super X drugstore? Wow, I don't know. I don't even remember that. Oh, man, I'm not telling my age now, man. <laughs> right where that old McDonald's is on Market Street. Okay. Uh, there used to be a uh there used to be a car wash, and then there was a Kroger, and right next to Kroger, there was a Super X drugstore. Man, we go into Super X, man, pick out the little you know, a little fake costume mask, uh -huh. little rubber band around. And man, I thought, man, that was the stuff, man. Hey, man. Hey, hey I would go in there. My mom would give me this little bag. Nah, give me a trash bag. I want to, I want to, I want, I want a hefty trash bag. Yeah. 
Getting all the Chico stick. Is it called Chico stick? Getting yeah, the Chico the sticks and the Reese cups I can have. I'm eating them all. <laughs> oh man, yeah. And you know, then we did the same with our with our kids. Like I say, after a while, hey kids, go on now. We got them something and everything. And then you know, churches start to having you know the the Hallelujah nights and then right, the, right, then right. the trunk or treats. And I just think, man, that's that's a great thing, man. We brought the it's kids down. Up until the pandemic hit, man, we was doing a trunk or treat, and we did a bonfire, man, right wow, in one wow. of our properties. I remember those, yeah, and yeah. everything, man. And so, man, people came out. We brought the police, the fire department. Everybody came out, spent a couple hours down there, and it was great. We talked about the Lord. We ate. The kids have a great time fellowshipping. So there's a way, even if people yes. want to go to the far end of this, yes, yes. there's a way that we can bring all this back to Jesus. Amen. And our co-host, our, our, my co-host, uh, Pastor Todd Johnson, who is out of town with his Lock Carey family today, he used to do a, a skate, man, a gospel skate, man. Oh, and it, wow. it was it was phenomenal until somebody fell down and hit the head. Uh, uh, <laughs> it was Todd. <laughs> <laughs> he, you know, he, Todd thought he could skate and, and, and play music and be the DJ and everything at the same time. I'm like, man, you can't do it all, man. Sit down somewhere. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But, um, and, you know, and you know what too, Pastor Jeff? I think it's in, I think it's in Romans chapter fourteen. Romans chapter fourteen. If those everybody listening, if you get a chance, you go, you read Romans chapter fourteen. And I tell people to read it in like the New Living Translations. You get the, you know, you get a better understanding. Right, right. But it talks about the weaker and the stronger believer. Right. And so in that vein, I, I say that because if I'm doing something, I believe God's getting the glory out of what I'm doing, yes. you know, don't criticize me because I'm doing this as an alternative right. to somebody taking and laying their kid on the altar and gutting them open or Amen. giving them some poisonous candy, you know, and, and all this other stuff. I'm doing something that I believe is an alternative to take their mind off of casting spells and Ouija boards and all this. And I'm letting them dress up, have some fun, give glory to God. For some kids, this might be the first time they ever step foot in a church. Amen. Let me, let me put that real succinctly. Stop judging our actions when you haven't provided any options. Boom. Somebody write that down. Somebody type that. Somebody tag that. <laughs> yeah, put it in the comments. Put it in the comments. <laughs> hey, Amen. Hey, Amen. Well, you know, let's let's get to it. Uh, uh, brother, Pat, uh, Big Mike, can you uh, put up our our sponsor for today? Hey, Amen. We want to shout out our sponsor for today, Phillips Care Cleaning Service. I think Todd say. Uh, they clean up the mess that causes you stress. Mm -hmm. uh, care. Come on, come on. Uh, give them a big shout out. We are so thankful for them. Don't waste your time. Uh, let let us do it. They do floor cleaning, basic cleaning, deep cleaning, carpet, upholstery, wood, right. floor cleaning, move in and out. They do everything. And they all over Warren. And I'm pretty sure they come to Youngstown if you need them. They might come out to Struthers, Columbiana, wherever you at. Give, give my man... Uh, give my man, Brother Fernando, a call. He is a great Christian brother. Amen. He is Amen. a great Christian brother who's doing a good job. You know, it is, it is, you know, nothing against anybody else or any other services, but you know, it, it's just good to support your own. Amen. 
That's and right. Amen. Support your own. So give them a call. Don't try to ask them for, you know, no, no, uh, you know, kickbacks and, you know, <laughs> discounts, you know, yeah, you try to make a living too. You try to up. make a living too, you know, so, <laughs> you know, give them a call. Phillips Care Cleaning Services, 630-219-7916. God bless you. Uh, and their lawn services as well. That's they, they do lawn, so they do, they do, um, uh, snow plowing as well, you know. Matter of fact, they do progressive, they do uh, second Baptist. They, matter of fact, they probably do almost every church in Warren, Ohio. But uh, he's just a good brother 330 219 7916. So instead of you getting out there shoveling your snow, you know, you're back, you know, you're too old to be shoveling snow anyway. <laughs> hey man, you, you're tired of it, your kids don't want to do it, they're gonna cuss you out for doing it. Give them a call, <laughs> they'll come out. And do your do 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 your stuff, amen. amen. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Fernando. Thank you for being our the proud sponsor of religiously incorrect. All right, man. We're about to get to this guest, man. We are excited to have his brother and his daughter with us on today. These are uh they are Youngstown natives. Yeah. And if I'm correct, Pastor Boy, let me know if, if if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure me, you, and him all got baptized on the same day. I I think it may be if if not, I know, I know me you and, and you. I, did. I know, I know, me and I know you, you did. But I, I'm thinking Lou was there too. Look, I said that. I'm thinking he was there too. <laughs> <laughs> but I, we'll find out. We'll find out in a second, right? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, give a big shout out to my homeboy. Uh the, the actually the guy who I set up under, the guy who actually introduced me to the Lord, the guy who I accepted the Lord from his minister and from his witness sitting in his basement lifting weights a long long time ago um you know uh you know uh, my friend and his daughter his daughter oh my gosh she is phenomenal uh we're going to talk a lot about what she does she just became pro she just turned pro in bodybuilding we're talking to uh pastor lewis and sister quintasia goodly give it up for him y'all Come yeah on, Hey. hey! Hey! You see, you see, Lou had that that preacher look on while, while you. While you I'm working on myself. I'm working on myself. I've been doing it for a long time. You know, it's kind of hard to get a grip. <laughs> he almost came in with the leaned up pastor look. I was like, sit back. I was like, okay. We are so happy to have you all, you both on today. It is such a phenomenal blessing. It, Tasia, it is just. I mean, I, I literally remember when you you when you was a baby. I know people yeah. say I remember you was just. I remember you when you was a baby, baby. Oh, Amen. Wow. You are just yes. just to see how you've grown and matured and all the things you're doing. Uh, today, our, our the our topic is bodybuilders, right? Bodybuilders, and you know, especially right now, uh, Pastor Lou, Pastor Bowie, after the pandemic. I don't care how big your church was. I don't care how what all you've been through. We are all in the process of rebuilding the body. Amen. Right? That's we, the are truth. All, we are all in that process of rebuilding the body. So um, I, I want to start, first of all, uh, with y'all telling me succinctly, and that just means as many words as possible, as few as necessary, who you are <laughs> and what you do. <laughs> who you are and what you Let's start with you, uh, Pastor Lou. Uh, just tell us a quick little bit about yourself, and then we'll go over to you, uh, Quintasia, and you tell us about yourself. 
Well, I see you and Pastor Jane Boy, you guys already brought it up um, about being baptized. Me and you definitely got baptized uh, together. And at that time, I had hair. And I think you did too. But, but I, I ain't going to say anything about that. And I think you both had killer ways too. But I ain't going to say about that either. But I think uh, Pastor James, uh, boy, I think he had better ways. But I don't know. Being a gray hair, I don't know. But, nah, but we, were, we were still doing good. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah, right. so um, I would say I have been saved for about 30 years. Mm-hmm. Um, preaching close to 30 years as well. Um, my wife and I, we've been married 32 years and, uh, and we have our, our six adult kids and uh, Quintana is our youngest daughter um, who is a professional. Mm-hmm. I don't have a football player, a basketball player, a baseball player, <laughs> a hockey player, you know, but I, I, I got a weight lifter. So when I see her on the stage, I kind of like, hey, that could have been me. <laughs> There you go. Yeah. Yeah, but 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 I think she makes it look a little bit better than I do. She got the hair, she got it going. So hey, she's doing a good job. And uh, we've been we've been um in ministry, uh Faith Light Worship Center uh in Fort Myers for about eleven years now. Okay. Right. And um and so the Lord is blessing when we move from one location to another location. And again, like everyone else, you know, a lot of uh members have uh you know went on and and then some stayed, you know, um, but the Lord is rebuilding, you know, again. So I'm, I'm very excited about that. Um, I'm trying to think what else that I can share with you. But if I keep going on, I think of preaching might slide in from time to back, you know. But, but I'm only going to do it because I seen Pastor Jeff throwing in there when he said, this is the lady the Lord have made our rejoice. So I figured I was going to bounce off that. But I know we were trying to go there. But anyway, but, but um, we praise God for um you know, what he is doing, you know, in our lives. So um, we gradually, again, we gradually moving and um, we're doing some good things. So I'm happy about that. Amen. 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 Come on, Tasia, talk to us. Hi, uh, my name is Quintasia or Tasia or Q, depending on who's talking to me at the moment. Um, I currently, as you mentioned, I just got my IFBB uh, Pro card in the wellness category. So I'm really excited about that. So right now um, I do like online personal training and um, like posing coaching, just kind of building and marketing within the bodybuilding fitness world. So um, on my Instagram and just kind of moving forward in that direction. And I, I work full time, but I always tell people like can follow my YouTube and all of that stuff. You use your job to invest in yourself and do what you want to do so you can create the life you want rather than settle for the life that's just handed to you. So that's what I'm just building right now, um, you know, building on top of this awesome accomplishment that I'm kind of riding this wave for a little bit. But, yeah, so. Yeah. Oh, make sure we tag that, too. I thought you said some earlier. You said somebody better tag that. We better tag that, too. Tag <laughs> that, <laughs> Somebody might not believe you. Somebody might not believe you. Somebody who watching tonight might not believe. You. Go ahead, go ahead and cut up for him real quick. Go ahead and cut up for him. Yeah. I was enjoying my um win a little too much for the last week, so now I got to cut back down, get ready for the next show. But right. you know. But it's still in there. It's just a little water. And yeah, there you go. <laughs> you know, I, I had to slide. I had to slide over. Mine is more like a little 
tat that muscle. <laughs> but I still, hey, I still got it now. Don't try me now. Hey, Lou said, no, hey, no, no, don't catch me. Don't think I'm sleeping over here. No, don't think I'm sleeping. <laughs> okay, well, let, let's get into it. Let's get into it, y'all. When, when, uh, when somebody comes to you and they say, okay, I want to build my body. I want to build my body. I want to sculpt up. I want to get ripped out. You know, I want to, you know, I want to lose weight. I want to do all this. You know, I want, I want to look like you basically, but literally they look like, um, you know, they look no, like, they no names to bear no blames. Yeah. <laughs> they look like somebody that don't look like you at all. They look like <laughs> the opposite of you. Yeah, opposite. <laughs> hey, I almost didn't ban your broadcast. Don't do it now. <laughs> what, is the, what is the first thing you would tell them? Well, first, I like to let the person talk a little bit. I just kind of say, okay, tell me about yourself. Tell me about your lifestyle. What goals are you looking to accomplish? Like you're saying, you know, they're like, I want to look like you. So I kind of eliminate that because you can never look like anybody else. Everyone has their own structure. We're all designed differently and God made us all special. So even if you did someone's diet and training exactly the same, you're never going to look like them. So I kind of get them to talk and I listen to, are they going to start saying like, I want to lose weight, but I don't like this, but I don't like this, but I don't like that. And so then that's when they kind of do that. And then that lets me know, okay, I'm going to stop you right there because your physical is not going to change until your mindset is there. Because if you're already giving me your excuses before you start, then you're just, this is going to be a waste of time. And we want to get results. And if you're already setting yourself up for failure, basically, then you're never going to get to the goal that you want to be to. So I always try to make sure that their mindset is in the right place. And then if their mindset is in the right place, it's it's easy because they're already ready. You're going to give them their plan. You're going to break down what they need because everyone's different. The easy part, I can give you a plan, but if you're not going to follow it, there's no point in us working together. So I always try to make sure their mindset is in the right place. Let's cut right there because that, that's that's good stuff right there. Pastor Bowie, Pastor Goodley, Pastor Goodley, talk to me. She said, she said, you will never look like me. You can never be me. You got to be yourself. How do we equate that to church? Well, the first thing I would say is understanding that God created you uniquely. Amen. Everyone is built differently. We know we are human. We know man and woman, but start God still created that uniquely. Mm. So the way you are built is because God created you like that. Mm. No matter if you're tall, you're short or whatever it may be, God did it. So you have to learn how to accept who you are first. Amen. And when you accept who you are first, you can start building it in your mind and then you can work on your body. But this is what God gave you. You can work it. That's how I feel about it. Amen. Amen. You need a scripture on that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm quite sure you got well, one. Well, you know, well, you know uh, Psalm 139 says we are wonderfully and fearfully made. Absolutely. So Absolutely. he created us. And then John, the first chapter, verse three says there was nothing made that was made that he didn't make. So once you accept that and accept that scripture, you can accept everything that God has for you. Amen. Amen. Come on, boy. Talk to me. 
Well, I don't know what just happened there. Did y'all see me? I just went out for he a minute. You just went out yeah. for us again. And I'm back. Man, I don't know what happened there. Like, beam me up, Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, from, from what I heard of, uh, of from Pastor Goodley, you know, it's the same thing. You know, God made us individually. But what God is also doing with us is that he's shaping us into uh, his image. So our mark shouldn't be trying to look like the believer next to us you know the image we should be striving for uh is that of, is that of christ and i like what uh quintasia said your mind gotta your mind gotta get there until your yeah, mind gets there it's gonna be little or no change until the, the transformation happens in the mind where you are ready to allow God to put his hands on you and, and, and make you different. Too many times I think we're too busy trying to copy That's what it. other That's people it. are doing. We, we wanna wear, hey, let me get that outfit because they wearing that. Uh let me let me trim my beard like this because do, doing this. But what about you? God made you so uniquely. Why aren't you just trying to show yourself off? A, you know what I'm saying? Not in a yes, prideful yes. way, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. display you. Yes, yes, yeah. You know, I, I say oftentimes, you know, we are divinely designed and cosmetically created. Amen. We don't have to be anybody else, but who God called us to be. You know, and even to the point where so often we might go to another church. Now, there's, you know, I, I know they say that imitation is the best form of flattery, mm -hmm. but you know, <laughs> to the point where you're trying to literally recreate a moment that was somewhere else right. you know what I mean? even you know even through and i know pastor todd talks about this a lot you know when you know they do the minds which i love my my daughter is a phenomenal mimer you you've seen her i mean she does phenomenal job but oftentimes you know you're trying to create that what happened there at that church and in that moment or on that cd you can't create uh, somebody else's experience. Right. I don't care how hard you try. It's very difficult. So us being us and knowing who we are and, you know, allowing God to, uh, you know, you know, guide our steps as well as our stops. Right. Amen. I'm the only one in the guide our steps and not our stops. And God is like, no, nah, you can't go this way. You got to go this way. I'm not, I'm not telling you to follow him, but there's a different route or a different path that you have to go to. Amen. Uh, you know what, uh, Pastor ahead, Stafford? Yeah. Also, too, we think when you, if you get so wrapped up in trying to be you, I'm trying to, I'm trying to be the next uh, Pastor Stanford. Just think of how much, how much you've limited yourself. You know, of, of trying to say here when God has so much more for you, but you let that be your your standard, your image, your, your, your go all. And there's so much more because like you said, the, the, uh, what makes us, us, our surroundings and everything else, we're different. We, you, I like how you said that we're like, we're uniquely different. Yes, and I think, and I think when you're not being yourself, you miss opportunities to help someone whose story is similar to yours because mm -hmm. you're acting like someone else's story. So like, I know I tell that to my dad all the time, like, there's all these churches. Why aren't we all in one church? Why? Because pastors have different personality and people resonate with different personalities. Like, okay, I can resonate with that pastor because that's similar to my experience or I'm from that area. Just little things that you can resonate with. And I know with me with fitness, um, 
there's, you know, a girl from all different countries and who have different styles and everyone's structure is different. So there's a lot of girls that come to me and say, man, I never thought I could be that big like this girl, but you have a similar structure to me and you got me into it. So you never know who you're inspiring just by being yourself. But if you're not yourself, you're missing a whole group of people who you could have influenced. You know, to back off what my daughter said, you know, also you got to look at other people's experiences. My experience and your experience is your experience. So me trying to act like you, I don't know what made you who you are. Absolutely. You don't know who made me, what my experience with it made me who I am. You know, um, just really quick, just, uh, you know, being a dad. And I realized that my children wasn't, you know, how we used to hang out. Y'all, you know, that's bay in the back. But anyway, we know where we came from. And, and I had to catch myself and I would notice that I would bring up some of my horrible experiences of hanging out, you know, before the Lord right, saved right. me. And then I realized my story is not my daughter's story. Right, so whatever right. she experienced, it wasn't it wasn't as hard as it was when we were out. But whatever her experience was, was her experience that made her or pushed her to be who she wanted to be in the Lord. So those are things that I've learned just being a pastor and just being a father, that everyone has their own experience, but no matter what, Whatever it is, God created you for that moment to make you who you are. And I know it doesn't just stop here. Amen. You know, you have a, a, a better and brighter future that's coming. And then maybe somebody else's life can be changed by your experience. Amen. 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 So, so let me ask you, and Bowie, you can jump in too if you have any questions for her. Let me ask you this. You know, a lot of people say, you know, that you have to, uh, you have to basically work, you know, sweat and, you know, you have to do, you have to go, you know, you got to do an hour worth of workout, you know, you got to do this, you got to do, is everybody, is everybody structured different to, to get them to where they got to get to, you know, one thing I do know is that, you know, the heavier you lift, the harder that, or the, the, the more weight you put on, the heavier it may be, but the stronger you get. Am I correct in saying that? Yeah, and I, I think that, I think that's a revelation right there. Somebody ought to write that. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the the heavier weight you put on, uh, the harder it may be, but mm -hmm. the but the stronger you get. But I mean, exactly. what is it? How 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 do you how do you you know you you see somebody there that you know? Let me put it like this: there, our last sponsor is a guy named Mike Phillips, and mm -hmm. I went down with Mike Phillips to work out one day. One day, that was all it took. <laughs> one day, and I promise you, I, I'm not lying. Pastor, I know Pastor is gonna come in here sometime or another. That night, I was in the hospital. <laughs> oh wow! No, I'm saying my arms was dead because I'm trying to do everything that he was doing. Oh, I'm like, I ain't gonna, I'm not gonna let you outdo me. <laughs> and I woke up about three o'clock in the morning, and I could not. I literally could not move my arms. I'm yeah, jelly arms. I, I couldn't move. They were stuck like this. I thought I was dying, man. I I was dying. <laughs> what do you think about that? So, okay. So yes, it's good to have someone who is stronger than you. It's always good to at those times to have like a workout partner who's stronger than you and push you because a lot of times when you're in your when you're in your head, you're by yourself, you're like, oh man, that was a great workout. Crush that. But then someone comes next to you 
and you're like, oh wait, no, maybe I can't go a little more. Or even even if the song you're thinking, man, I'm dead, I'm done, and your song, the song you really like comes on next, you're like, oh, I can run another five minutes. So I think sometimes having that extra person, whatever it is that push, it does actually help you kind of meet that next threshold, which you need to break those thresholds because that is building your strength for it you know, the next workout, because now your body is like, I already hit that threshold. So now I know I can do it. And it's getting past that mental block of thinking you can't do it. But once you've done it once, now it's like, oh, great, I can, um, I can lift that weight again. Or now that's my base. Now I can go further than that. So there is that benefit to having someone there and lifting heavy. And it is important to lift heavy to, to tear the muscle fiber so it can rebuild. And that's how you get bigger. And then there are also those times where I like to play with volume training, too, where maybe I'm not lifting as heavy, but I'm just doing more reps. And I always say to people, like we mentioned before, everyone's different. So if this is a lifestyle, you have to think about it through a lifespan. So if one thing doesn't work for you, like, let's say I tried this for eight weeks, I'm not seeing any results. Let me maybe try volume training, but really be consistent with it for that amount of time. And your body, you'll you'll know how your body is responding and you'll see, okay, this is my style. This works best for me. But wow. but still push yourself. <laughs> I'm not going to be head. I'm not going to lie. Like, I like to push people because I've had that before where someone's worked out with me and they're like, hey, I got to go to the bathroom. And they left and never came back. I was like, hey, man, you could have just, just said I'm done. You didn't have to like ghost me in the bathroom. That is hilarious. Uh, that is hey, Pastor Jeff, go ahead. Uh, uh, Sister Quintasia, let me let me ask you this because you said something that I thought was that's really powerful. It's actually sermonic, even when you said about the muscles, about mm-hmm. tearing the muscle so that you can build the muscle. Exactly. And so when you look at how we are uh, correlating this with uh, with building up the body of Christ, how, how that a lot a lot of people leave a church or leave a ministry because they've been broken, and and they look at that and they're very uh, they're very bitter. They're you know they only want to get back involved no more, and then they go to their next church and they get involved in in the next ministry, and they begin to you know they begin to uh, grow a little bit more. They look at what happened to them uh, differently now, uh, you know. How, if you can just talk a little bit about that muscle tearing and, and, and building, like how does that work in a bodybuilding uh, lifestyle? So basically, like we were saying, when it tears, and so that tear causes an expansion. So your muscle tissue has to rebuild that area where it expanded. So now the muscle is bigger. And once it's repaired, now you have a bigger muscle. And if you keep doing that, over years you're growing muscle and it's just you know it's consistency and sticking with it but that is important that tearing down because most people think when you're in the gym you know how you get that good pump and you're thinking you're swole you're looking in the mirror you know everyone's taking their picture like yeah but actually that's just you know water going into the muscle just going out. but when you're sleeping and recovering that's when actually that recovery and repairing process is happening and that's actually where you're doing the most benefit to the body is when you're sleeping and recovering after putting that um 
you know, tearing the muscle down during that process. So, you know, um, oh, go so ahead. When we, when we leave, when we leave from being broken and having brokenness in our life, God allows then brokenness to happen to us to build us up for what he has in store for us. And I like how you said that swollen part. A lot of us get swollen up and we think we're doing something, but that ain't nothing exactly. but water. That, 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 that it's when you go out the church and life happens. Come on, come on, come yeah, on. Yeah, you got the muscle there. Yeah. That's right. well, see, that sound like she's been at faith like yeah. working since before. Yeah, she's in the now, yeah. Yeah, I have to say nothing. <laughs> the water is when you said all juice up in the spirit, but when you leave and recover, that's when Come on, sister, preach it. Right, right. Yes, yes. Go, go, go have me shout. <laughs> but you, you know, I want to. I want to say that because I know from from speaking with her and hearing the thing that she say. Actually, what really helped us as a church, um, you ready to build? I, I call it building a vibrant church. And I realized the first thing, the first thing, thank you, baby. The the, the first thing I had to do. I always I asked the whole church. Who saved? And how do you know you saved? Mm-hmm. Explain to me. Tell me. Let's share. And it, and I was really surprised to hear how people were talking about they were broken or if I'm, if, I don't know if they really saved or not. You know, whereas I noticed at a church something had to be broken, right? So we could now uh, repair it because the church cannot grow strong again. Praise God for muscles, <laughs> you know, um, but but understanding that in order for the church to grow, we must really understand our muscle, how strong we are together, because we just going to get swollen up on a Sunday morning. I'm swollen. I'm happy. Mm. I'm swollen up on Bible study night. I'm swollen. I'm happy. But then, as my daughter said, but then when it's all over, you go back out and I see you down the street. And it's like, was you really swollen in the Lord? Or were you just swole on that day? Right. So once we establish that, then we want to establish on when she talked about the healthy parts of working out. Now I got to grow the church and how to be healthy by reading your word daily, having a prayer daily. You know, not just waiting to come to church on Sunday or Wednesday to eat. I don't know anybody who's going to grow strong muscles only eating on two days out of the week. Come on, sir. I don't know about you, even with just in general in life. You know, so for me, watching her and listening to her. And taking some of these ideas, I'm able to put it in in the spiritual aspect. So that helped me out. So I don't know about y'all, but I'm blessed. I got it by me. (laughs) 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 What did she say? One of the things I learned, you know, and I I, I preached this several times about uh, Nehemiah and how the wall was burnt down. It was Mm -hmm. burnt, it was broken down. And here's the thing. uh, God said, you better not move because I still have use for you. Even though you've been mm-hmm. burnt, you've been broken, you've been torn down. I'm going to rebuild the wall with burnt stuff. Right, right. I'm going to rebuild the wall because if I use stuff, if I use new stuff, they could have said, you know, Oprah could have done it. A doctor could have done it. But if I use, if I rebuild the wall with burnt stuff, you only God could have rebuilt that whole city wall with burnt mm-hmm. stuff. But we have to mm-hmm. get to that point that we we stop looking at people as burnt and broken, but as people who can be built mm-hmm. and be put back together for whatever reason it is. Now, another thing she said that I just want to touch on with, with you two uh, real quick. is She said, she said, it's good to have somebody mm-hmm. who's 
maybe a little bit more advanced than you, maybe a little bit more built than you, who can push you. And I know for me, you know, obviously, I, 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 you know, me and Todd talk almost every day. We share messages with each other. We call each other. You know, we'll say, man, what you think about this? What you think about that? You know, I think it is imperative for you to have somebody that you connect with, somebody that, you know, is, is where you're trying to get to. And you're able to say, look, man, how did you do that? How did you get here? I, I, I mean, I'm not trying to steal your formula, but what I am, you know, matter, matter of fact, I'm not trying to uh, wear your shoes because your shoes are too big for me to fit. But at least I can follow in your footsteps. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, so I mean, do you think that's important? Do you, I think that's important to have somebody you can share with, some, somebody you can talk to, somebody you can roll with? Yeah, there's a there's a saying when you said to fill your footsteps, there's a saying, success leaves clues. So we don't have to... Yeah. Somebody put that. That's a new one over there. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, success leaves that. clues. So we don't have Write to fully start from scratch. <laughs> so if someone's done it once, there's at least one blueprint mm -hmm. out there. Maybe I have to reconfigure some pieces to match my life and my circumstances. But then also what you're saying with having someone stronger, there's a lot of you notice a lot of like big bodybuilders, their coaches are like a scrawny elderly guy. And you're like, man, how does that guy know anything? <laughs> but that guy probably has experience, but also they might have a coach who gives them the knowledge and gives them the blueprint and the plan. But a lot of those trainers or a lot of those bodybuilders have a training partner. So when they're in the gym, they're getting their knowledge from their coach, but they're in the gym. They have that person next to them. Like you can do this. You can do this. Who might be that strong person. So if you want to equate that with church, you might have your pastor who's giving you the blueprint, but then you have your fellow believer who's there, you know, day in, day in, day in, day out with you. Who's maybe that stronger uh, spiritual yoke person that the pastor can't be there all the time. You know, these coaches have tons of clients. They can't be next to you every day. But if you have that person who can go to the gym with or who's going to push you on those, you know, I just need that person by my side who's maybe stronger. That's uh, I always I think that's a great benefit because what you think is strong in your head. Someone outside looking in can look at you and be like, no, you can do more than that. And a lot of times you can because you just had that little push that you didn't know that you needed. Amen. I think that's really good. Uh, there's a saying, you know, that you should have in your circle, there should be somebody in your circle of friends smarter than you, Amen. richer than you, mm -hmm. you know, whatever the case may be, because if you are the top dog in your circle, you need a new circle. how are you going to ever get pushed? <laughs> Mm -hmm. to do is going to leave clues behind you know mm -hmm. and in the time that we're in right now in this pandemic we are leaving clues come on sir because ain't no book for there were no clues for us so we're trying to figure this thing out because this ain't going to be the last pandemic that hits the world and so mm -hmm. we've got to leave clues behind whether it's in our you know our church history or however we do it we're linking up and just sharing what we did some churches are in some churches aren't some churches doing whatever however we're doing how we how are we doing this so that when the next generation comes when quintasia and her group are our age and their face was something like this well you know i remember my dad this is how my dad did it so this this is my head we're leaving the clues that's so important 
Yes, it is. You know, one of the things that I that I, I share with our church because we are a um a new ministry, eleven years, mm-hmm. and I've, I've always shared with the church we are the uh, the first foundational bricks. Those are churches that's 140 years old. There are churches that's 40 years old. But the point is, someone had to lay those first bricks. Amen. So our laying must be very important and making sure we land these bricks are a strong foundation. The only foundation, I ain't trying to preach on y'all, but there is no other foundation can any man lay. And then there's another scripture says, if we build the house without the Lord, we build it in vain. Mm-hmm. So it's very, very important that we know how we're building, why we're building, and what's inspiring us. Because my daughter, even though she says about a partner, I have seen my daughter at the gym by herself, waking up in the morning, at the gym at five o'clock, going back for a second. Go, I, I, don't, I don't really see a physical. I, I, I ain't mean to say that, but I ain't mean to see a physical person following her. But there's something on the inside that's motivating her. That's how I feel as a church is that every time we show up on Sunday or Wednesday, it should be something on the inside of us that motivates us to get here in church. We're going to build. We're going to build people's lives. You know, and I think that's what's important. That's why I said having her and watching her, she don't even realize how she motivates me in a spiritual aspect. Even though I'm also working on myself physically, <laughs> you know, she's me on plans I don't want to be on. <laughs> and meals. That's why I said mindset first. I know. <laughs> so I figured I'll sneak a little protein shake, you know, slim <laughs> down. And, I don't have to worry about putting the the the, the, uh, the reels in there. Never. <laughs> this, this is all. Side, this, but, this is all so much good stuff. Now, just for some of y'all who don't know, uh, me and Lou probably built basements and brick houses for I, I don't ten. 12 Ten, years together. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. I mean, we 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 was out there throwing up block, mixing mortar, carrying uh wood plank. Then we left there and we went over to uh Bliss Manufacturing. <laughs> I think you was at Bliss, wasn't you? No, yeah. no, we went we went to American Steel Foundry, remember? Well, first we went to Bliss. Oh, we went there first. Okay. We we was rolling together for a while. Yeah, yeah. Together for a while. Yeah, so we, yeah. Okay, but I you know. This is religiously incorrect, so I have to go here. I have to go here. Uh, we always get a little bit incorrect, so I have to go here. <laughs> I have to go here. Now, Quintasia, mm-hmm. obviously you are a beautiful young lady, um, and you know you're built, you do your thing. How do you deal with uh, young men you know, or people who may see you as a symbol and not – as what you're doing and, and being a Christian bodybuilder. I know, I mean, I know there has to be some disrespectful inboxes and I look at your dad. He ready, he ready to fight already. I know he ready to fight already. Who talking about my baby? Calm down. Never mind. Now, but how, as a Christian, how do you deal, you know, when you're, when you're trying to, you know, because I mean, let's just be honest. Let's just be honest. You know, there are, and I know not you. I know not you, but I'm. But I'm saying I'm talking in general, all over. There are some women who will come into the church and have 
brothers going from the Apostle Paul to Forrest Gump. Stupid is it's coming to you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just keep it real. You know what I'm saying? So how do you deal with you know things like that? Uh, well, there's a, a delete and a block button. All right. So there's that. Amen. There you go. I got to learn how to use my boot. <laughs> she don't want to talk to you. <laughs> but also, I think you have to kind of go into whether it's like modeling or, you, you know, more of the vein type industries, whatever those might be. You have to kind of go in there what, what your standards of like, okay, I'm not going to cross this line. So, so if you're obviously we're bodybuilding, you're showing your body, that's kind of goes to the territory, but maybe if someone offers you a photo shoot and instead of holding a box of protein, they're like, okay, let's, you know, bend over on this car or something. Am I really getting my fitness career point across? Or so you kind of have to gauge it with what are your okay, unless it's fitness adjacent or fitness related, or we're talking about, you know, or glorifying the body in a sense of like artistic ability. We all know like you're an adult. You kind of know what is appropriate and what is not. So you kind of have to go in there with your mindset of what you will and won't do. And even if I mean, we live in the social media age. It doesn't matter what you post. There's going to be some creepy guy in your DMs. So you just got to <laughs> delete and block. <laughs> it is what it is nowadays. Everyone shoots their shot. So, okay, now now thanks. So you just got to have to have, you know, your standards. And, okay. Yeah, and she's, uh, I, I used to get mad. Like, who is that? <laughs> Forget it. Just... <laughs> And then people don't know if you're single or not. So I'm like, someone asking you out is not the end of the world. Someone saying you're beautiful is not the end of the world. But we all know those limits, those lines where it's like, okay, that's inappropriate. Okay. Right. Right. <laughs> Pastor Jeff, can I ask a question? Go ahead. Go, go, go. go. Uh, you go uh, Sister Quintasia, let me ask you this because uh, when Pastor Jeff talks about the, the religiously incorrect vibe of the show, uh, has anyone, it's kind of like a two-parter, has anyone ever been turned off by your appearance? Uh, because just as people get turned off with the church, and I say that in the vein of, I remember people of another persuasion was kind of throwing shots at, at Venus Williams, right. I mean, uh, Serena, because here's this woman, she's built nicely, you know, she's got some uh, some muscle to her, for what she does when they look at the women who are in track and field and you know there are some people ah, I, don't, I don't i don't like all that why are you trying to do that to yourself they, yeah. they actually take that like you're like you're damaging yourself mm -hmm. uh, have you ever encountered that and if so do you have a do you have a line as far as like when i'm working on my body and then getting this body bill i know that I don't want to. I don't want my appearance to exceed A yes. or B, but I, but I'm here. Can you talk on that? Mm -hmm. Yes. So it is a bit of a struggle when, like, when I'm in my super like lean phases, where you know you're like right before a show and you are looking very like striated or muscular, and so you do get some comments of like, "Oh, you look like a man," or you know, "Who wants to be with a woman who's so manly looking?" And I'm thinking like. I'm even like in the bigger categories but the minute you have like arms or any sort of line definition you look like a man so you do have to kind of take that with a grain of salt that 
either one, some people just may not like it because bodybuilding is a very extreme sport, right. you know, especially if we look at the men and the open bodybuilders, it can get very extreme. So it, some people, it, they just don't understand. So they're not going to be into it. And some people may just be jealous and that's their way of just taking out their own insecurities. So you kind of have to be, you have to be strong in the sense of this is a industry where I'm standing on stage in your underwear, basically, and someone is picking you apart. So you can't do that without thinking to yourself, you got to kind of have just tough skin with that. Um, but also I went in knowing the category I wanted to be in and based on my overall physique goals. So I want to stay in that division because I know what my cap is going to be. Um, and if I felt like, okay, I'm getting too big or whatever, you kind of have to have your personal line because they can't push you like, okay, bring in, you know, look more of this, bring, you know, bring okay. it in. So you kind of have to know, okay, there's some limits I'm just not going to go to because that's just not where I feel comfortable with. So you have to remember your why and why you started and not get so far off the deep end to now you're not even on those goals anymore. Wow. Let's, let's hit real quick. Let's hit real quick. Diet versus lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Because I, I know so many people go on these quick diets. Matter of fact, you're even having people uh, do surgery to lose weight. Yeah, I know, you, and it, which which is almost because you have to weigh so much to even get the surgery. You mm-hmm. know, some people are actually trying to gain weight so that they can yeah. lose weight. So which, which is actually crazy. So I mean, even and I and I want to talk to you brothers about that too because. So many people in church, they they want to you know they want to talk about uh, they want to they want a quick fix. They want to you know they they want to you know they want to lose. They want to stop this and stop that. And they want to stop it all right now. And you know and and so a lot of times this happens where they think they're healed, healthy, and whole right at the altar. That that one altar call stopped it all. all all 57 years of your sinning. <laughs> you are now delivered. <laughs> no, it doesn't work like that. Before I got saved, I like pork chops. After I got saved, I still like pork chops. Amen. Before I got saved, I like women. After I got saved, I still like women. I just, you know, it just was what it was. You know, there has to be a mental, um, you know, capacity where you allow the Lord to take over your life and you, you know, you begin to live a righteous life and things of that nature. So first, let's talk about it uh, physically, you know, diet versus lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So this kind of goes back to the first question of someone saying, hey, I want to look like you. I always tell people, OK, I compete and towards the end of competing, I don't even want to eat like that because it is, you're just basically eating for, you know, this extremely, you know, lean, like dieted down, depleted look for a stage shot. So I always mm-hmm. tell people like, you have to think, what is my overall lifestyle goal? Because I love a good cheeseburger. I like pizza. I like all of those things. So just because Macaroni I'm into, and cheese. yeah, like I look forward to Thanksgiving. <laughs> So I have my balance in, okay, there's my competition diet and then my off-season diet where I still eat my, you know, my standard six meals a day. I count out my macros for my goal, but then I leave a little room for, okay, on top of that, if I want a little of this, I can have it or my one, 
you know, cheat meal a week. Because you also, I just think, I did all of this hard work. I'm not going to ruin it over pizza. Like, at the end of the day, like, we have to balance is it all really worth it over a slice of pizza? So there is some discipline involved, but having that balance where you're not so deprived to where you're just kind of in a corner like the crackhead waiting for your next sugar fix, like, oh, now I'm going crazy. Let me just eat everything. There is, you know, that balance that you need. And I think that's good because you're not thinking of food as good and bad. You're just making smarter choices so that way you can enjoy everything at its appropriate time. Amen. Now you know I said macaroni and cheese. <laughs> I didn't add the greens or the fried chicken. Yeah. But I, I say that because I know how disciplined she is. Mm-hmm. Whereas times she would say, Mom and Dad, I love to come to your house. But sometimes your house could be dangerous. Uh-huh. <laughs> the biscuits. I've been my wife, she make homemade biscuits. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm I'm just saying. And she'll come over, but then I notice that even though we could be eating whatever we're eating, because in her mind is, this is the lifestyle I want to live. And after doing it, and you said something, Pastor Jeff, when people come into church, they get uh, healed, and then they feel like they're holy. And then, as you said, I got saved, and I still wanted pork chops. So I understand that. But she lets me know it's it's a like it's a lifestyle. You got to begin to start saying, I, I don't need to do this. Yeah, I don't want to do this. And then there's other things that's hard. You got to really work on where you guys already know, again, where we come from. Swearing was just a part of the language. Right. 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 And, and when I got saved, swearing, it seemed like it was the last thing that left. But then when I start, um, as they say, eating correctly right, with right. the word and knowing what to eat, I believe when I read the, the book of James, look what we're about to go with it. Oh, I just just start something. Go, go ahead, say, go ahead. Because once you start eating clean and you're on track, you lose the appetite for. Wow. And that's it. Wow. It is. Like, yes, and your body it. tells yes. you, oh, yeah. I can't have this anymore. Like we didn't rehearse this, y'all. One other day. It just, it just, it just, it just, it just hey. in there. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So, so I, I understand. You know, um, where where we're going with it is that the more I ate the word, but then that's what it was. The scripture says. How dare you praise God with the same tongue that you're swearing? And that's what that's what I ate. They said, wait a minute. I go to church fired up, praising God, yelling hallelujah. But then, ooh. And then the Lord shared with me in the scripture, before you speak, think about it. Like with her. Does that pizza? Do I really want to lose? fall off the wagon over a slice of pizza. Yeah. You know, so again, we didn't record it. We, we, we didn't come together. I think it's just a balance of weighing out your short-term satisfaction for your long-term goal. Because, yeah, you're going to might feel good in that moment, but then when you when you think about your overall goal and you're on stage, you're like, man, I look crazy up here. And all because I wanted that pizza. So it's like, is it really worth it? Yeah, yeah. And we'll that's how we look crazy at believers. Wait, say, Pastor. What say you about it? 
Oh, it's, it's, it's got to be a lifestyle. I had, uh, when you gave me the subject matter, I had gathered together some scriptures and, and some of what's been said, like in, in like Joshua 1 and 9, it says, have I not commanded you be strong and courageous? Mm. Do not be frightened. Do not be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And when you go back just to the A clause of that, be strong and courageous. Why, why would God tell me to be strong and, and, and courageous? If he's going before me, he's telling me that, that you're going to have to face some things. Yes, sir. So mm -hmm. you got to be strong. And because you got to face some things, you got to be courageous. So this lifestyle that we're doing, this Christian lifestyle, one thing that we don't get that the bodybuilder get, we don't get a cheat day. Come on, come on, come on. We come don't on. get a cheat day. So there's All right now, watch yourself now. I, I, I see you. I hear you now. Can I you get did, you did just stir, You did just stir something up on me. I don't want to be like Timothy. <laughs> so I like that because, because it is a lifestyle. And uh, Pastor Goodley, uh, you said it well, like, in the end, when we look at our spiritual life, when we stand before the judgment seat of Christ and our works, you know, wood hand stubble or gold silver and precious metal and the stuff that get burned up and said man you could have had more but you let this little thing right here mm -hmm. you know deny you of, of of doing this well hey yeah you're gonna be welcome into the kingdom but don't nobody want to go into the kingdom with nothing Right. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't you done put all this work in as, as uh Quintagius, you don't put all this work in, but all you was doing was walking around puffed up and swollen, and you got before the king and it all got burned up. So there's some sacrifices that we gotta make when we wanna do when we wanna take that second look or just <laughs> that that we gotta just be like, hey, because guess what, Pastor Stanford? Some days I like pork chops. <laughs> I, I, I gotta watch pork chop. You know what I'm saying. You know. Oh, <laughs> you know. Here, here it is. Here, you know, because the Bible says this. The Bible says in Hebrews, um, lay aside every sin, or every, lay aside every weight and the sin. Yes, sir. That's so easy. Mm -hmm. So the Bible gives us a distinct contrast between the weight and the sin. Yes. So what we must realize is that everything that's wicked, everything that's uh, weighty, weighty. isn't wicked. Right. Everything that, you know, playing cards may be weighty, but it ain't yeah. wicked. Come on, you know sir. I mean? Having a bad attitude may be weighty, but it ain't. Being a glutton may be weighty, but it ain't wicked. You just need to learn. You better go ahead now. So, yeah. so, so we have to get to the point. We got to get to the point where, you know, where, where, where we understand that God is trying to change us. Watch this from the inside out. Amen. And you know, there's two, there, there are just really too many cosmetic Christians that are made up, but not made over. All right. All right. They're, 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 they're made up, but they're not made over. So we, we, we have to, we have to get to this point. And it's, it's so great to have these discussions about changing a lifestyle, changing your lifestyle, not just trying to hurry up and, and try to be, as holy as Pastor Bowie, or as righteous as Pastor Goodley, or 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 as sinful as Pastor, whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? Don't listen. There is a there's a there's a time. You know, you can be you can go from you can be healed from, but not healthy too. Okay. There's a, there's a lot of football players who are healed from accidents, but they're not healthy enough to play. There are right. a lot of, there are a lot mm -hmm. of people who may be healed from 
a relationship, but you ain't healthy enough to go back around that person because you're going to end up falling again. That's good. You That's know what good. I'm saying? There are a lot of mm-hmm. people who, are, who may be healed from drugs, but you ain't healthy enough to go back on human and war. Stay your, right. butt, <laughs> stay your butt up the hill. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> Don't start now. I don't know what you're trying to do now. Them round Ravenwood and all that. <laughs> hey, 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 you hear him? You hear him, Pastor uh, Jay? You hear him? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's trying to keep I, I, the I, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> it's, just, it's just, but it's good to have those comfort because it's it's a lifestyle that we're looking for. It's a life, it, you know, because it's people always say it. It's a, it's a sprint. I mean, a marathon, not a sprint. So we we're we're excited about we want first of all our, our time is just about up. But is there any last any last words, Pastor? Any last questions? Does the audience have any questions for either one of these phenomenal people that came on to be with us today? Well, I, I I don't I don't have any. I I, I think I congratulate uh, Sister Quintasia on what she's doing, the life that she's uh, pursuing, because it's going to it's going to draw people to even if they don't get into bodybuilding. So you know what, I, you know, man, I could I could push back a little bit from the table. I don't have to have fried chicken five days a week, I, you know, <laughs> cut it back to two. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> when people see somebody, you know, and it's like, wow, when they look at their, but see, when you at home, you ain't, you got an image of you and you all right. But like when you hit the beach in places, guys got their shirts off and women like, like dang, I need to do something here. Cause man, I can't, I can't take my shirt off around here. Cause that's like Goodley and Stanford walking around like, oh, bro, bro, Oh, nah, nah, I'm keeping my stuff on. Yeah, I got a little tan. Yeah, I don't want to just show you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but you know, it, it it'll motivate. So, Sister Quintasia, your your motivation, your motivational yeah. uh, person, and what you're doing. Uh, and I know you got that uh, from the Lord, and your father has instilled that. You know, because Pastor Goodley's a good a good man. You know, and he's instilled that, and it's, and it's coming out uh, in his children. So it's just good to see that. Real quick, real quick before we go, I gotta ask this question. I gotta ask it. Y'all know I'm crazy, so I gotta ask it. You got you got four sisters, right? Two brothers. Yeah. Two brothers, and you the built this out of all of them. <laughs> I, I, is any of them jealous? Is any of them jealous of you? Is this a, is this a, is this sibling rivalry going on down in Florida? <laughs> hey, hey, listen. Uh, this is not Jacob and Esau. <laughs> We ain't trying to go there. We ain't trying to bring them happy homes now. Hey, I want to see some arm wrestling and put it on Facebook. I, I want to see. It's hilarious. Ah. it's hilarious because it's like my nieces and nephews be like, oh, uh, I was lifting weights. I'm like, you guys don't have to do that. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not the diet and weight lifting police. It's okay. Mommy, I want to be like auntie. <laughs> and my three my three year old niece had like a little like broom, like doing like I was like, what is going on? <laughs> but you know, I, you know, I'm gonna say this because I can honestly say she motivates me. Amen. You know, um, and I just watch her, and I'm motivated. And it's a wonderful thing to where you as a father, a parent can see some of those um, qualities in your children where you can say, I'm learning from you, you know, or she may even try to on the slide, get on my case, (laughs) you know, but that's okay. 
because I know that uh, she said it because she loved me. That's but that motivates me. It motivates me, you know. So when I see her goes to the shows and I'm just so excited um, to see her, you know, take it to a whole nother level. I mean, I started, um, you know, on Earl in Lou Fitness Center in the basement. I think that was more of a witness piece than anything, you know. But but um, but I can see where um, she's been motivating me. So I'm very thankful. I'm very blessed. Listen, listen, uh, uh, religiously incorrect family. As men, and I know we got quite a few pastors on, you know, as you're, you're rebuilding, live your life above the bar. You All know, right. you know, keep on pushing, keep on pushing. You're going to get stronger. It, you have to. It's, 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 it's a law. It's dynamic. You know, you, you're going to get stronger. You're going to get better. Don't quit. Don't give up. Endurance is the steady determination to keep on going. In spite of the fact that you want to quit, keep on going. It's, it's not going to happen overnight. You know, trust me, uh, you know, it took me all the time that I was at Bueller to build it to where it was now. And now I'm at Progressive trying to build it over again, you know. So, you know, Pastor Bowie is doing a phenomenal job at, uh, you know, Greater Friendship. But I know it's it's, it's not easy trying to build. So, but, but, but none of us are going to quit, you know. And listen, don't let the scale stop you from doing what you, you know, because sometimes we look at the scale and say, man, I ain't lost nothing today. You know, or you know, you look at, you, you come in, man, ain't nobody joined in three weeks. Well, you, you never know that fourth week you might get a, you might get an influx of people. Mm-hmm. So, so continue to lift, continue to build. Uh, Tasia, can you do us a favor? I, Cause I know you have, um, before we bring Big Mike in, we always bring our producer and he probably have a couple questions for you. Before we bring Big Mike in, do you have a, um, that's what I was about to ask. Do you have contacts, <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, Facebook, yes. Instagram, all that stuff? Um, my, all of my Instagram, my social media, as well as my website is QDoll, D-O-L-L, wellness, all one word, QDollWellness.com um, is my website. And QDoll Wellness is all of my social media as well. So. Okay. You all well. Check her out. Check her out. Check her out. I'm, I'm about to go. I'm, I'm coming too. You know, I'm, I'm gonna get right. I'm gonna get right. You know, I, I'm coming to. I'll be in Florida in, in November, so I'm gonna try to get right. Hey. In Florida. I'll be, in, I'll be here in Florida. We don't I'll have be, winter down here, so we gotta stay ready. I'm gonna be in Orlando, so I'm gonna be eating though. So I ain't trying to mess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going. I'm going to Universal Studios. We gonna eat. <laughs> If it was South Beach, that would be a different story. <laughs> I have some good food for you when you get here, too. Amen. 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 I think you already know the menu. All right. Come on, Mike. Come on, come on, big Mike. Come on in, Mike. Great show tonight. Great, great show. Pastor Lewis, Quintasia, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, thank you for taking out the time to bless us on tonight. I learned a whole lot. I learned a whole lot on tonight. Yes. Uh, a couple of questions for you, Quintasia. First question. Do you find that some men are intimidated by your physique? Um, yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I think a lot of people feel like, oh, I need to, I don't know, like we're in competition at the gym and I'm like, what's going on here? Like, it's right. 
<laughs> because I know because a lot of girls are into working out and like I'm like a meathead like I'm I I'm, I grew up with this guy so Lee Haney uh-huh. and all those guys were like how I liked bodybuilding so you know right right now what 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 keeps you motivated because I, I I know me I I'll go to the gym for a good month maybe two months three at the longest I'll take one day off and then I'm like man I ain't going <laughs> come on me Mike so what 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 drives you? What keeps you motivated to go on those days where you really don't feel like going? Um. Well, on those hard days, I don't have motivation. I just have discipline, and I tell people that all the time. Discipline trumps motivation. Discipline. So when it's just is your routine, your body just. If I'm sitting at home and I know I'm supposed to be doing my workout or my car, your body's like, hey. So oh, I think that right. discipline. Once you're consistent with something, the habit. It's just a matter of just get up and do it. Suck it up, Buttercup, as I always say. No doubt. doubt. (laughs) So for those watching, they can reach you at, you said QDoll? Q, yes. QDollWellness.com. That has all my personal training and programs and all of that there. Very good. Very good. Very good. Wish you the the, the best of luck, success, all of that. Keep doing what you're doing, girl. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, and to Pastor Bowie, our yes, official, sir. our official guest host from yes, here sir. on out. Yes, <laughs> humble, humble, humble. Thank so, you. so whenever Pastor Jeff or or Pastor Todd's not here, Pastor Bowie's gonna fill in for us, man. Yes, so sir. we appreciate Thank you, brother. You. We appreciate you. So you. Uh, to all the viewers, this is our Sunday night service. We do this every week, Sunday night, eight o'clock. Check us out. Check us out. And that's all I got. Hey, God bless y'all. We'll see y'all next. Thank y'all so much again. We'll see y'all Thanks next for having week. Us. service. God bless you. All y'all. right. Take care, y'all. We out. God bless you. Love All you, right. Take Peace care. Thank you, Taysha. What's up, man?